Welcome to the Summer Camp Programming Podcast. We're still calling that, right? We are still calling it for okay. right now. I'm Kurt. December 1st. <laughs> and I'm Chris. Two yes. more weeks of calling it the Summer Camp Programming Podcast. Okay. okay. And then it becomes Scamp, Scamp Life, Life Podcast. That was almost together. Almost. <laughs> we should have practiced <laughs> that. Stereo. You, you should have told me you were going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, let's get our programming in. So we talked yes. about video games last yep. episode. This a whole time, gaming theme. We're doing no, a whole gaming theme. We're doing a whole theme. gaming theme, yes. Yep. For this so episode, we got... we're talking about tabletop gaming. Yeah. In a way, that, That's right? a good name for it, tabletop gaming. Because gaming happens at camp all the time. You know, you're playing right. kickball. That's a game. But these are more like, Board games, puzzle games, things like that is what we're thinking. So tabletop games, I think, is a good name for it. A good descriptor, yeah. All right. And, excuse me. (laughs) 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 Open my mouth to talk. I think I might have to bring back the bloopers at the end. Good night. (laughs) All right, let's try this again. Uh, I was looking up, when I was looking up ideas for tabletop gaming... There's a ton of research out there like saying how tabletop gaming is good for kids and they learn decision making and problem solving and and that a lot of gaming even in like special ed classes and stuff like that really helps with brain and language development and and that gaming is good for that. And so it, this isn't just gaming to be fun gaming, but there there's some research out there that shows that tabletop gaming is is good and healthy and and needed. Nice. So. Yeah, so nice. I like that. I like that too. So, where's some ideas you found? Did you find some cool, neat programming uh, that I found, or that just came out of my noggin? Well, it came out of your noggin. Yes. Most of my stuff comes from stealing from other people. That's oh, my whole, you know, steal this. Right, right. Uh, the first thing I think is to maybe look at the life size video game or the life size games, and to me that. Is something that I've always wanted to do. Just kind of have an area, maybe, of life-size mm-hmm. games. But my favorite are Connect Four. Yeah. So having mm-hmm. the giant Connect Four, or you know, we've talked about this before, that basketball Connect Four. Yeah. Shooting the I hoops. I want to build that. So yes, bad. and it comes down into whatever well, you shot the hoop at or the basketball at. And yes, I'd love to build a Connect Four basketball game. We we have the giant Connect Four, like the normal one. You put the little disc in or whatever. Actually, ours uh-huh. are blocks of wood. But we had a church build that for us and donate oh, nice. it to us here. And we put it out by our crate stacking because if your whole cabin is out at crate stacking, it gets really boring when you're not crate stacking. Sure. And so the other kids play the giant Connect Four, but they That's love a it. Idea. Yeah. it. It's such a cool game. And it's one of those, like I used to play with kids at the day camp or maybe Mm -hmm. like after school or after day camp kind of time. And depending on the kid, I lost plenty of times. I know. (laughs) I know. Yeah, it's, you don't have too much of an edge over them. So it's one that staff and kids can play together. See, I have never lost Connect Four. Ever? Ever. Ever. Because once somebody's really close, I just accidentally hit that little... Uh, trigger that drops them all out. And, oh, 
stink. I that was an accident. You, I was close to winning. You're though, a stealer so a... and a cheater. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. That way you never lose. <laughs> you got to plan that. <laughs> no, I. That's a good idea. Uh, I was looking at more kind of the actual tabletop gaming because we do. We'll do some tabletop games. We have some board games here at camp and some things like that. They work great for rainy day activities as well. In fact, I have a whole. We, I go shopping at, at Goodwill because there's always tons of board games there. And we have a whole couple shelves that we just keep board games on and stuff. But I have been looking in some newer kind of like card games and, and different things like that. And there was just this one that I found on Kickstarter. It was a, a slapjack game, but they had these giant inflatable hands. And so instead of just slapping like normal, you have these huge, like I'm, I'm thinking like the giant foam finger, but like right. these are just giant foam hands that you'd slap with that. Or, <laughs> or there was different stuff that, you know, if you had matching, you had to like slap upside down or you, there was one that had sl- said, slap your own head, then slap the deck. I'm like, that's really cool. Just kind of a fun. You know, different... the kids would be slapping each other. Yeah. Oh yeah, look at those, those giant foam hands. Well, I I also have throw throw burrito. Have you ever heard of that game? No, no. It's it's, it's an interesting kind of dodgebally game where you have these little tiny squishies that you chuck at each other. Well, I just saw on I think it was on one of the youth group uh, Facebook things I follow. There's a, a throw throw burrito extreme extreme, and they have these giant inflatable ones. They're like five feet tall. <laughs> That's awesome. And I'm like. Oh, that would be so these lifestyle games. I'm like, that would be so cool at a camp outside with these huge inflatable ones you're chucking at each other. I'm like, that would be cool. Let me ask you, when you buy all these board games, do you keep them in the box or do you buy special tubs or like like <sighs> for each game? Yeah. Because those so, those those cardboard boxes fall apart quick. Awful. They're so awful. And so right now they're all in the boxes. And I just redid the board game shelf a couple weeks ago. And, you know, taping boxes back and putting them back together. And it's all, I I don't know, because the problem with them is is if they have a board, every board size is different. And so, like, the plastic tub you'd have to buy to put the board in is going to be ginormous when it it should just take out, like, I think of, like, checkers. You think of how flat that game is in the box, but I'd have to buy a big old tub just to put that checkerboard in. Why? You buy one that's the, the proper size. Do they sell them like that? That are just the little. They must. They must. And wide. I'm sure they might. I do. I I know that uh, for card games, getting tubs Mm -hmm. are perfect. Yes. And then you could just put the. Like uh, the front of the card box. You could just tape Mm -hmm. that to the. Tape that on. And even at the top, a list of here's what should be in here. Yes, exactly. Because we have uh, on the top of my board game shelf, I have a whole lost and found pieces that campers are supposed to stick up there. So like, oh, there's like two or three timers up there right now that I have no idea what game they go to and things like that. And so, yeah, that's I there's got to be a better way. So if somebody out there has a better way or you've seen a great way, man, I would love to know it because I'm getting real sick of picking up and retaping boxes and putting them together. (laughs) I, I did find I this is an old school teacher trick when I when I used to teach and we'd have books and I wanted kids to put books back where they belong that uh, we have little painter sticks and so because all of my games fit on the shelf perfectly like the checkers if it goes here then it should go back here and it'll fit perfectly but kids can never figure that out they'll walk back in like 
I don't know what shelf I got this off of. We'll shove it on top, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. And so you use a painter stick. And so they put the painter stick in. So when they pull the game out, the painter stick goes in where they pull the game out from. And then they have a little post it. They stick their name on the end of the painter stick. And so that way, when they bring the game back in, they just find their painter stick. Oh, there's my name. That's where the checkers game goes back into. Oh, interesting. That's and a good so idea. That has helped at least keep things somewhat organized. Sounds like a good lightning talk for ScampCon. It could be. <laughs> we're already, what, a week into ScampCon, so i gotta got to get on get that on and it. get ready. That's fine. Uh, one of the things that we did during a special event, I think it was for our Easter event when I was working for Parks and Rec, I built a life-size Candyland game. Mm-mm. And so I have a whole post on my blog about it, but basically we took, you know, those little mats that the kids kind of play on, but they're in uh, like square and the, and they have little, almost like, like the puzzle piece. Yeah. Ones that yeah. Together. yeah. They have yeah. a name. It's like a flooring is what it yes, is. Yes, Exactly. Um, and so we bought the multicolored ones and made the candy land. And then we would tape, what a uh, the, the different candies say like a candy cane on certain mm-hmm. ones and then we had a big prize wheel and we spun it and so wherever it would land on what color that's where each person would go to and if they landed on one of the candies they got one of those they as got a full candy? size candy Aww. if they didn't land on a candy it was just like a, a color they got whatever the little candy was for that color uh, but kids love to to go along and watch the prize wheel spin and and we had these big cutouts that we also made for each character and yeah. we did it by you get to walk them with you <laughs> we didn't walk them with it we just kind of stood them up they were on wood and we had one of our staff paint the characters on she was really good at that um but it was neat it was it was fun Candyland is a fun game. That would be, and that would be even keeping it entertaining for your older kids because they're not probably going to play Candyland board game, but playing a life-size one, they would get into. Well, we had our volunteer middle schoolers hand out the candy, so they were strategically positioned, Mm -hmm. and uh, and they enjoyed it. They were like, "I want to work at the Candyland game." Yeah, that's right. That's cool. I like that. Uh, another one I have is playing dice games. And so we actually, Mm. this is something we teach all of our counselors during counselor training is a bunch of different dice games. And then I give them in in a little tiny tub I get from Dollar Tree um, sets of dice. And so they can keep several sets of dice. But like Tinsy is a great dice game that counselors can play. There's Farkle. There's, you can play spoons kind of with dice. And there's tons of different. In fact, I just bought a book off of Kickstarter for six bucks. And I'll throw this in the uh, show notes. Uh, Just tons of different dice games you can play with just a set of dice. Um, but that is, we give this to our counselors, they keep it in their counselor backpack, they they have that, and then this becomes a very much a, all right, we, we have a kind of a, a time where we'd be bored, a, a no event happening right now time. Right. The counselors can pull out their little set of dice and they can play these games and they keep the kids entertained, because campers should never be bored at camp, is my firm rule. And so, I in fact, I have a whole Pinterest board Pinterest section that is called counselor bags. That is all yep. like, it's got dice games. It's got card games. It's got all these little things. So exactly. the counselors have this stuff and can play it. I'll I was it just going to say that counselors should have their bag of tricks. What I like yes. to call it. You know, there's yep. a, there's a deck of cards, there's dice and you know, there's all kinds of different 
the I'd always give them their hip pocket activity booklet, so that would yep. be in there, and a pen, some paper, uh, some charade prompts, all kinds of different yep. things that you'd keep in your little bag there. That's no, a great idea. All good things to have. So cool. You know, we talked uh, the kind of the oversized games. I really like those. Talked about Connect Four. Talked about Candyland. There's also the checkers and chess that everybody's seen, right? The, mm-hmm. the big ones. Um, so definitely those. But also I saw a Twister game where you spray paint on grass the different oh, yeah. round. Circles. Yeah, the circles. And <laughs> round. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's the paint that won't ruin the grass. There's special yeah. paint that you would get. Uh, but yeah, you could just have a huge giant. Imagine mm-hmm. playing with a bunch of people. Uh, yeah, twister, big old twister board out in the field. Yep. Interesting. The the giant chests and checkers. If you've ever looked those up, they're pricey. To are get. they? They are. And so we, I, I still don't have the chess set because you can't really. It'd be hard to recreate. But we used bucket lids because we always get every year with our our pool. Oh, we have the chlorine buckets. That's a good and idea. And so we always just spray paint the lids, and you have the big old bucket lids that we use because we have a ton of them. And so that works. And then we use little um, instead of spray painting the grass or putting something on the grass, we have uh, what are they called? Like the little squares, the garden stepping stone kind yeah, of things. Yeah. Uh huh. The square ones are pretty cheap, and so we just buy enough of those to be every other square. And so you're either concrete square or your grass, or your okay. concrete square or grass. And so you kind of have both there. But if you bury them a little bit, you can easily mow right over it for the grass part, but the concrete's still there. Right, right. Interesting. I, you know me, I'm always looking for easy, cheaper DIY ways to do it. So, but have you ever played? Because um, I was thinking about one one of my favorite games that I would play as a kid was tic-tac-toe. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if like you have cabin versus cabin and the kid goes out and stands where they want. Mm. And then another kid you know, from the other team, they go and stand where they want and play tic-tac-toe that yeah. way. Well, I've seen, I've seen a running one. Yes. A big I forgot race. about that. That's right. You run out and you put your color, whatever. Cause if you have a giant X or if you have something else that's your color for your right. team, you put it down. Or I've seen even, um, the dots and boxes game where you normally have a bunch of dots on the ground and you line up or you make a line. And then when you make a box, you get a point for that. But since when you do it as a relay, you have a bunch of poly spots or you can paint rounds or circles on the Holy ground. Holy cow. That would take forever. <laughs> Um, and you have pool noodles and the pool noodles are your line. And oh, so you cut a pool so noodle in half gotcha. or something. And so a kid would grab the pool noodle and they drop it online. And then when they make a box, they stand in that box. So they know this is my box. I get the point. Oh, so cool. Uh, yeah, I'm I've sure there's video on, out there, huh? Yeah, this? I think I saw it. I'll have to find it and see if I can put that on the link. I saw it on YouTube somewhere. Uh, Camp Monopoly. And this is something we did this you, Monopoly has a bunch of different like, oh, here's a cat's Monopoly. Here's a, you know, <laughs> right. a, whatever your college Monopoly. And so we made a very own Monopoly board, but it's all our camp themed. Oh. And so, you know, instead of Park Place, there is the climbing tower or instead of the the railroads, we had each of the golf carts that we have at camp, you know? And so it's, here's Chris's golf cart. Here's, you know, the maintenance instructor golf cart and things like that. Um, instead of going to jail, you go to timeout or you go to, 
whatever, huh. where they would be in trouble kind of thing. And, but just kind of redoing everything and making it just camp themed. So you still play Monopoly like normal. You lose the cabins in the hotel or, yeah, the little houses in the hotels. You make them cabins or we have tree houses and, and just playing it that way, but just kind of theming it around your own camp. How long did that take you? Way too long. <laughs> Way too long. Because coming up with pictures and yeah. trying. There is, it's been, because it's been years since I've done this. And I, I didn't know this at the time, but I know there's a whole, you can Google probably like a DIY monopoly or personalize your monopoly and have someone else essentially make it for you. Or there's even one that like you just re change the little pictures that they had. Somebody's already put it online and made it a lot easier. I didn't have that or I didn't search it at that time. I just recreated it myself and took way too long. But everybody likes it. It's a fun. That'd be, I, and my mind's just going, that'd be cool to make it life-size and the kids walk around the board and maybe, oh, I've got the car, so you drive your car or I've got the boot, so you have to wear this big boot. Or mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. And then the banker comes you know, like when the kids could be the banker. Oh, you want to buy this and you get in jail and that'd be so much fun. You roll the giant die for your turn. Yeah. But, Easy to do. But. Yeah, I think so. Uh, my next one would be card games, card games like magic and Yu-Gi-Oh uh, Pokemon. Cause there are still a lot of kids who are into this. So maybe this would be one of, you know, a choose your own activity time. You know, some of the kids go to archery. Some of the kids go to this counselor who's doing yoga or what have you. And then there's kids that go to the card playing area with mm-hmm. their cards, uh, especially if it's a day camp where they can bring their cards from home and not worry about them getting lost. But Ooh. you set up some tables and do a little either tournament style or you can have it just kind of play with who you want to play with. And I think that would be fun. Yeah. You do have to, I know when I was a teacher, we had to make a rule on, cause some of those games, like if you win, you win the cards, you get the other person's cards yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And so you kind of have to make a rule like, no, there's none of that. Cause Good that point. we, I know we had parents that were very upset cause kids would come with some card and they'd trade it for something not so good, you know, <laughs> right. or whatever. And yeah. So you have to be watch that. So make sure you have rules and policies set in place. Uh, Cards Against Humanity. Have you ever played this game? I have played this game. I have not. And so, but I know it. Yes. It was very popular at the Boy Scout camp among the staff. They <laughs> liked it. Um, what I seem to remember about it, it was highly inappropriate for campers. Yes. And, yes. Um, but this is, I've seen recently all these different versions of it, kind of like the Monopoly. And so there's a Cards Against Humanity family style that's clean for families to play. Or I just bought one called Cards Christians Like that is kind of a religious version of it. I keep seeing on my Facebook feed one that's Cards Against Humanity for IT people. And I'm not sure why that's coming across my Facebook feed. (laughs) But apparently the IT people have their own. And so I thought this would be kind of cool to make one for camp using your camp inside jokes and kind of your camp themes and, and different things like that, you know, and just have a funny little kind of take the game and rephrase it and obviously get rid of the inappropriate stuff and just make it with your camp inside jokes. I thought that would be really cool. And the kids would like that and, and enjoy something like that, but keeping it clean for the campers. I think that's interesting because I think you could probably make camp versions of a lot of games like apples to apples. And uh, I mean, just Mm -hmm. a lot of those types of, of games you could definitely make, camp versions yeah. of and it would be fun to get your staff maybe during staff training 
Okay. You know, when, when, if, you, if you're an overnight camp doing one night, you're just like, hey, we're going to come up with some, you know, variations, like camp versions of these popular games. Uh, and yeah, I think that would be fun. Yeah, it's a good idea. My next one is RPGs or role playing games, tabletop like D and D. There are a bunch of other f- ones like Numenera. Uh, there's kids, <laughs> kids on. on bikes. I have not played any of these. <laughs> you would you would love doing role playing games. I'm telling you. Kids uh, on bikes, isn't that uh, Stranger Things? They were in the role they are. And they very, all yeah, it's bikes. very Stranger Things ish. <laughs> but if you there, if you have a bunch of kids who are into these types of games, they make their characters. You roll. They do different things. And D and D is a is a lot like monsters and fighting. But when you've got a game system like kids on bikes, it's not so much that. Right, so it's just kind of going on to adventures and and finding out and solving a mystery and that type of thing. Looking look into uh, role playing games because you okay. could definitely make it camp version like solve a mystery that's at camp. Uh, my next, I guess it's not an idea; it's more of a place. Uh, but Kickstarter, and so I I have the Kickstarter app, but there's also it's Kickstarter.com. I'm pretty sure. I am a big like. I feel like camp, you should be able to go and do things that you can't do at home. Like, you know, you can do archery at camp. You can do zip lining at camp. You can't do that at home. And so I don't, I don't always want my board games to be all the same stuff the kids can play at home. And so I like to find fun, new, crazy, not a lot of people have them games. And Kickstarter is a great place for that. And they have, I mean, that's where I saw that slap hand game. Or I know I shared with kittens. Yes. Exploding kittens. I have one done by them called psycho chickens (laughs) that our e-learners love. Oh my goodness. (laughs) They have been playing it every day and just a bunch of weird, different games. I know I shared one with you that was like, I can't remember what it's called, but it was the card game form of mafia. Right. And just all this kind of stuff off Kickstarter. So that's a great place to go and find fun games that are a little bit different. So you can say, Oh, I, I went to camp and I played monopoly Oh, I went to camp and I played Psycho Chicken. Something a little bit different. And then when you you back a game, then you know a year later you get this package and you're like, "What is this?" And you're like, "Oh, I remember backing that." That is so true. I cannot tell you how. Yeah, there. It it takes a long time. It's even longer now because of COVID. Because everything mailing is way behind. And so, yeah, funny. There are a lot of tabletop escape room games yes and some are great some are okay and some but they're a thing so having the kids either you could play those games uh as a as a cabin group i guess but i think having the kids create their own would be really cool Mm -hmm. Um, or the staff create one you know you just have some puzzles and everything else it's very doable. So instead of having a full size escape game, escape room yeah. at your camp, you can do a tabletop version. Well, and sticking with that theme, I mean, even coming up, having kids come up with kind of escape room puzzles yeah. or things to put in your escape room, you can have each cabin come up with puzzles and then you create one giant escape room with all the different puzzles that have been made. Yeah, they could come up uh, with like storyline. Yeah. And I think that would be yeah. cool. Yeah, design your own 
like life size, like real escape mm-hmm. room. Yeah, that'd be great. You got to use things that are at camp, though. That's right. I'm not going out and spending money. <laughs> I'm gonna go go buy Arduino and all right, all the magnets and all these other junk. You go ask the maintenance guy for some locks. I know he has yeah. some. <laughs> Maybe we will have to figure out how to unlock them to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> They're 20 right. years old and locked with a number no one remembers. So true. So true. <laughs> but that's fine. I, I, I really like when we came up with this and you were giving me the suggestion of a gaming thing. I really liked it because this is kind of like camp for those those nerdy kids, the the gamer kids, the smarter ones. And that was me as a child. Okay, I would stop, go to camp. stop, stop. There <laughs> like are that. jocks who are smart <laughs> That's fine. There are nerdy kids <laughs> who are not. <laughs> That's, true. That's true. But yes, the the less yeah. athletic. Yeah, kids less for athletic. sure. And that was me as a camper. I mean, I, my brother was he was Mister Athlete. Athlete. Good night. Came to see the word. <laughs> and he he'd been and I I would be so annoyed. I'm like oh, I'm never gonna win steal the bacon against Matt, he can pull my entire body across the line, whether or not I'm holding on to that inner tube or not. And so I always loved when we had puzzle games and, and kind of these had to use your brain a little bit for, for that. It made it more fun. So yeah. definitely look into this and kind of a great idea of something different for camp that doesn't just have to be muscles. Physical, right. Physical, yeah, a lot, you know? a lot of, uh, I mean, that's an important thing. You want to have something for all different kids. I, I always talk about the specialty camps that we do, like Harry Potter camp and such. And we get kids that would never go to our general camp where it's just general yeah. activities because that's all outdoors. It's all, you know, we do some hiking and fishing and stuff like that. No, these are a separate type of, you know, kid that is like e- either into Harry Potter or into games or into pop culture what have you, yep. uh, but having something for all of them uh, definitely yep. helps. Well, this works too for retreat season as well. I mean, have sure. a, have a game night once a week or once every other week that kids pay money to your camp to come out and play games and do all this stuff. I, in fact, I'm going to a conference in a couple weeks here that talks about gaming and using tabletop games as a, marketing kind of thing and so i'm like i'm very interested in that but yeah i'm trying to just use tabletop game. I, I know at least star camp this time here we don't have a gymnasium so during the winter seasons when it's cold and rainy and awful no one wants to be outside using this as a way to kind of bring some campers on and in our state we still have restrictions on numbers and so keeping it small and being able to do kind of these little gaming things once a you know week or every other week or even having a different game night each night of the week just different kids can kind of help bring a little bit of revenue to your camp. So. You have a chapel that you do uh your PowerPoint things. I mean that could be a yeah, whole another episode but yeah. Games, yeah. Those mm-hmm. PowerPoint games. I'd never that's I've never seen PowerPoint games at a camp before. Until no. you said, oh, yeah, we do those. I'm like, what? I thought that was kind of a youth group thing, but yeah. do it at camp. It's funny. Yeah. We ha- I have a whole PowerPoint slide, and it changes every year. But one of them is called, it's way too hot outside games. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> love so it. When we hit, when our, uh, our, I can't think it was called, the temperature hits a certain amount, we're not supposed to be outside. And then we also have, it's raining outside games. <laughs> nice. So, but they're just PowerPoint games or things like that. Yeah. All right. So uh, is, is that all you have? 
I mean, it was a lot. I, I don't mean to say, is that all you have? I guess so. Is that all you got? I don't know all yours, too. I think so. I jumped around on my notes a little bit, so I think I got everything. But Cool. All right. Well, that's all I got. Uh, I know you, everybody listening, has got their registration for ScampCon. Yep. And it's happening. Thank you for that, because, yeah, it's happening. So if not, if you haven't, you haven't registered, con. you're already behind. Get in now before That's you miss right. out. Let's go. That's right. You only have three months left. Awesome. So great ideas. Hopefully that's something you guys can use. And, yeah. and if you got any other ones you've seen out there, let us know. We always like to hear cool ideas, too. So from around the campfire, this has been Kurt and Chris. Thanks for listening. See ya.